freedom doesn't always come easy and sometimes it takes persistence and sometimes God has to let your situation look humanly impossible so that he can reveal himself as the God of all possibility. Sometimes Lazarus has to stay in the grave a little while longer so when he gets up you won't just think it was the prayers of the church you'll know it was the power of God that raised him like so he says this is what the Lord says he who made a way raise your hand if God ever made a way for you just even a little way just even if he ever healed a headache or just if he ever helped you get a job or even if somebody slipped you a 20 when you didn't have a job and you got the gas or maybe it was one time when you were so depressed crying your eyes out and you woke up one morning and you realized you know I feel a little better today and maybe I can get out of the bed today and maybe I'll wash a few dishes today and before you knew it you were back to normal God made a way has he ever made a way for you has he ever made a way? If he, ma if he made a way for you, just wave your hand if he made a way. Just wave it. I don't know what you're talking about. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 When they started, when Isaiah said that, the, the people, that, that was, remember, that was their soundtrack to remind them that they were no longer slaves. He who made a way. Because this is a scene. This, this is not an abstract, theoretical, metaphorical, out of words to say. Um, this, this, is, this is not what God kind of like does in a picture form. This is an actual practical memory from the past of what God did for his people. He didn't do it for these people. They're in a different situation. But he did it for the people that they're a part of. So it's part of their legacy. It's part of their core story. Their core story is that we were slaves. God brought us out of Egypt. We were there for over 400 years. He brought us out into a promised land. And now they need to go back to their core story so that they can survive their captivity. Are you with me so far? So he brings them back. He made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters who drew out the chariots and horses and army and reinforcements together. They're never gonna rise again, exchange stuff out of the way. So they're like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Jesus. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he make a way? So then I'm surprised when he says verse 18 because he messes up the flow. He got the people remembering how strong and mighty God was at the Red Sea and how he made a way where there was no way. And then he says, forget. <laughs> this is the next verse. I promise you I'm not moving these all around. Forget. The former things. I understand that because if you live in a state of regret over. I mean, if you relive over and over again, every dumb thing you said or everything, that, every decision that you made, every purchase that you I mean, 
it is paralyzing to live in the past. And you really do have to understand that one thing that the cross of Jesus does is it gives me the freedom to move past my mistakes. I am so grateful for that. And here's what I mean. I feel change breaking while I preach today. Because I always, I always, I always preach that a certain way. And then one day I realized that most people are not living enslaved to the mistakes that they made like 23 years ago. It's that I keep making mistakes. So really, when I say moving on past your mistakes, that might not be very difficult if it was three years ago. But what if it was three minutes ago? And here you are in church and God is trying to bless you. Do you remember I said he's trying to bless you? He was blessing Abraham to be a blessing. He wanted to bless his people so they could bless the earth. He's always blessing. It's not just an activity. It is an attribute of his character. He is the God who blesses. It's what he does. It's who he is. It's what he does that flows from who he is. And he's always trying to bless you. But sometimes, I've got to be honest about it, my, my, my unbelief, not only my unbelief, but my stubborn refusal to really accept the fact that whatever I did, he's already done something about it. It keeps me from entering into the present moment. So now I'm stuck. And he gives me permission to move on past my mistakes. And he says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Forget the past. Which makes sense when we're talking about the mistakes of my past. But remember Isaiah did not just list the mistakes of their past. He just mentioned a miracle from their past. And right after he mentions the miracle, he tells them to forget it. Oh, I got you curious now. Because that first thing I said, that's just normal preaching. Forget it and move on. That's bumper sticker stuff. Fido, you know. Forget it, drive on. I mean, that's, that's not even really preaching. So you're clapping for it. Yeah, that's right, moving on. If only the credit card companies would get the same spirit of forgiveness that God has, right? They didn't get the memo, though. Dun, 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 dun. He made a way boom, boom, boom. where there was no way through the Red Sea brought us out of Egypt and that God the same God who did that wants you to do this forget it do not dwell on the past put my verse back I don't want to think I'm making this up because it sounds strange I know forget what I did I always assumed that the greatest barrier that keeps me from being blessed by God is what the devil did to me. Sometimes the greatest barrier to the blessing of God in your future, you got it, is not what the devil did to you. It's what God did for you in one season that you expect him to repeat in the next season. 
So I've heard a hundred sermons. I probably preached a hundred sermons on move on from the mistake. But what about when God wants you to move on from the miracle? And this is the weirdest thing. I don't know how to explain it to you, but we have all these core stories at our church. In business terminology, your core story is the crux of your central value proposition where you describe what you do as a company that differentiates you from all the other ones. Well, as a church, we have a core story. What makes us unique? The faith of the early days. You know, maybe some of the stuff y'all are talking about at Backstage Pass Weekend on the History Tour. You know, those stories are good. Can I be honest with you? The reason I'm not going to give you the tour is because I don't remember the stuff that a, a lot, a lot of the stuff. And I used to think it was because I wasn't grateful because I felt like, you know, if I was really grateful for what God did, I mean, there are things that Holly will remind me of a lot of the times. And she'll be like, remember when God did this? And she'll mention something that had me all up in knots when it happened, but I don't even remember about it anymore. And I used to think that there was something wrong with me, or maybe I'm starting to lose my memory or something. Cause I already told you we're getting old and maybe I Maybe it's starting to deteriorate. My brain isn't functioning the same way. Or maybe God doesn't want me to rely on a memory of a miracle that he has already performed and miss the miracle that is in progress. I'm trying to preach a progressive message today and here's the message remember the ways he made but forget the way he made it this is a run in place message I gotta get some energy out so I'll holler at y'all too bad remember what he did for you Remember how he kept you, how he blessed you, how he sustained you, how he opened doors, how he made opportunities, how he made a way out of no way. But then you got to forget exactly how he did it. Remember how much fun your marriage was before you had children. But then forget the freedom that you had before you brought these human beings into existence. No, I'm serious. Because sometimes we get stuck in a season and we miss God's supply. He said, I want you to remember what I did and then forget how I did it. Because I'm not going to do it the same way every time. And here's why I'm not going to do it the same way every time. I'm not going to do it like I used to do it. Because you got to imagine the, the people in captivity, they, they're hearing this message. Dun, 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 and, and they're remembering Moses. Now, by this time, Moses isn't somebody they know. He's like, no offense, Moses. If you're listening to me preach, I don't imagine he's tuning into my sermons of all the sermons that he has available. If you know, but however that works with heaven and live streaming and stuff like that. But just for the record, no offense, Moses. But I got to believe that they were waiting for Moses to get them out of this captivity. Because Moses was kind of like a mascot. So, so they're looking, they're, they're, they're in Babylonian captivity and they're going, okay, who's God going to send to get us out of this? And so then Isaiah says, uh, the, thus saith the Lord, your king, your creator, 
Thus saith the Lord, the one who spoke to Abraham and called him out of Ur of the Chaldeans and made many out of one and made you a nation and brought you out of slavery and brought you through the, the one who made a way. This is what he says. Don't look for it to look like what it used to look like or feel like what it used to feel like. Please do not misapply my message today to leave your husband and try to tell him that preacher Stephen said that Moses is dead or any of this weird stuff that Christian people do to try to make a message mean whatever they want it to mean. What I'm saying to you is when Jesus walked the earth, he didn't do, he did miracles. He opened blinded eyes, but he didn't do it the same way every time he did it. And here's why. This is what I believe. You can believe whatever you want to believe. I believe God doesn't want us to be more committed to a system than we are to a source. So this is what the Lord says. I'm going to make a way because that's what I do. How many believe he's a way maker? Yeah, yeah he's a way maker. I'm but not the way. I made it before. Hey, thank you.